Today's episode, this one's for the children. Hello. Hi. <laughs> is this Jonathan? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, yes, sir. This is Daniel speaking. Who is this? This is Daniel speaking. Okay. Daniel. Right. D-A-N-I-E-L, Daniel. Howard? I'm Daniel. Uh-huh. You work on the radio, I understand. Yes, I do. That's a wonderful profession. You find it's a good creative outlet. Okay, Howard, what are you doing? Uh, this is Daniel speaking. I, do we have a bad connection? Okay. Keep saying Howard. Are you having some kind of mental breakdown? I mean, Howard, do you, do you need to speak to him? John, John do, you want, do you want Daniel to put me on the telephone? Yeah, Daniel, could you maybe put Howard on the telephone? Uh, I'll gladly do it. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that is a bit of a rude kind of interruption. Right, okay. Okay, I'm going to want to talk to you, though. Yeah, okay. I'll be back. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Howard? John, do you want to speak to y- me? Yes, please. Thank you. Uh, you hang on, okay? Okay, all right. Hey, you rude friend. Hello? What, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. Nothing, eh? It's just another another day in the life, huh? Well, I, what were you guys just talking about? He he seems a little miffed. Uh-huh. Yeah, miffed. I'll say miffed. He's rude. Why? I, I've never really seen him kind of... What are you doing? I'm... Well, Daniel wanted to speak to you, and... I okay, just, who, who, who and what is Daniel? Exactly. Daniel's my dummy. He's my ventriloquist dummy. You're in full-blown conversation with a dummy, my friend. I mean, if that's not, you know, proof of my abilities as a ventriloquist, I don't, I, I don't know what to say. Okay. Daniel is a dummy. That it, wasn't the person you were speaking to. That was me Right. putting on a voice mm-hmm. for my ventriloquist dummy. And I think I've proven that I've, I'm quite gifted. Um, wait, I, wait, I, hang on a second. So you're a ventriloquist now. I, I am, and evidently quite a good one. I had you fooled. Uh-huh. So, wait, uh, so this is your new thing now? You're yeah, a... I'm a ventriloquist, yeah. Uh-huh. You know kids' parties and, you know, bar mitzvahs, school shows. Right. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it comes very naturally to me. I mean, my lips don't move. Well, I'll, I'll take your word for that. Well, I, I can guarantee you. I mean, yeah. I, this is something that, that is obviously, you know, so clearly in my blood, you know. Mm-hmm. So so let, let me get this straight. So you're no longer a professional party animal. Not in the same way. No, that was... And, and so you're not a podcast radio host anymore either? N- no. Professional gambler? N- no. No, no more gong. That didn't really work out. Cause, I mean, that's a, that's that's a a lot of changes of venue, you know. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I do kind of. I guess I kind of drift around a bit. Yeah. Guys, we did for a moment. Uh, let's get that phone. Daniel wants to speak to you. Okay, yeah. Put Daniel on the phone. You, oh, I, yeah. Whoa, whoa, wait. I ought to rip that condescending tongue out of your mouth. Excuse me. Excuse me. Did you really need to speak to that boy in that way? What? No. What do you mean? I'm I'm very supportive. Howard, I mean, I'm supportive of you. I... Have you no sensitivity? That boy worships you, and all you can do is just pick him apart. Daniel, Daniel, John doesn't mean in that way. Just sit back and enjoy your chocolate milk. I'll get you some cookies after, okay? Just just relax there. I don't really see what what you have to gain from this anyway. Okay, uh, you know, Howard, I'm 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 sensing some some very hostile sentiment. It's not not Howard. It's it's not. It's Daniel. You're talking to Daniel. 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 Okay, Daniel. Daniel. Right, Daniel. Can you put can you put Howard on the telephone? I'm gonna be back. Hello. What is this? I, I 
don't know. He sent no. I mean, you know, if you, you you have you, you mean you you have issues. Do you do you find, you find I'm I'm. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. No, I mean, do, do you I, think I'm a little, I a little condescending? No, I, no, I, didn't. I don't. It, I mean, John, when he when he gets going, there's no stopping him. I mean, he, I mean, he's he's his own person with his own opinions. And okay, I, H Howard, I, I you know, I I've, I've been I've tried to be supportive of you. You know, in 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 other kind of career choices you've made recently. I, I agree. I, I I think you've I think you've sort of stepped over the. The edge. I, John, I, I swear, I, I feel like I'm stuck between two people here. Yeah, I, but th th okay, this is like a horror film, Howard. I mean, I, I swear, I've never seen him like this before. He's like up to now, he's been at the gentleman, and uh, he's so. So, what are you saying that I bring out the worst in Daniel? Is that it? I, 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 I don't know. Do you want, do you want to talk to him? Cause... Give me that phone. I'm gonna calm myself down here. You know, Daniel, when I think of ventriloquism, you know, I think of I think of jokes. You know, and in entertaining people, not not yelling so much, right? What what do, what do you do to entertain the kids? There are some tips of the hat to tradition, without question. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, how to drink a glass of water. I'll sing sometimes. Oh, really? This I'd like to hear. Could could you could you uh, give me a taste of that? Howard. Hello. Yes. What, what we're doing? We're doing the water drinking bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, this is great. I, I knew you guys would would get along. You know, I just mm. I just need to talk. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, mm -hmm. I'm going to drink this glass of water, and uh, for those of you out in the audience, you can just ask Daniel some questions, and he'll answer you, and I'll just be drinking this delicious beverage. And we begin. Okay, uh, 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 so Daniel, do you, do you like working with Howard? Mm -hmm. And how old are you? Mm -hmm. Okay, Howard, that's awful. Again. All right. You're a dream crusher. What, what, what other routines do you guys have? We do the tomato, tomato. Yeah, oh, yeah, tomato, tomato. Well, we have oh, a yeah? song thing we do. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let, uh, well, let's uh, let's let's hear it. All right. One, two, one, two, three. You say tomato. I say tomato. Oh no, I say tomato. I say tomato. Right, right. One. I say tomato. I say tomato. I say potato. You say potato, potato, potato. Let's call the whole thing off. You say Idaho. I say Idaho. That's very entertaining. So we go on. Mm-hmm. We also uh, we have some dance numbers like me and my shadow. Mm-hmm. That must be something. Do you guys dress like? Uh, kind of. It's kind of hard to find clothes to fit Daniel because the the arms and legs thing. Is a what do you mean? Problem. Uh, well, Daniel's a loaf of bread. Excuse me. Rye bread. Uh huh. That that's your that's your dummy. I was looking around the house to try to find a way to put them together, and there's this loaf of of fresh rye bread. Wait, there. Hey, let me get this straight. So I'm being yelled at by a loaf of bread. Daniel. 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 Right. I mean, people do it with socks. Senior Wences did it with a hand. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. All right. You know, I, I I don't even know why I'm finding this actually more bizarre. I probably shouldn't. It's very convincing, and but it's true. You know, Daniel, he's you know he's fresh and he, he smells good, and you know, like God, what time is it anyway? Oh my God, it's like two o'clock. That's true. I missed lunch and I didn't really eat anything yet today. Well, I guess I'm getting pretty hungry. Oh really? You, you, you look good, but you can lose a few pounds. I don't really have anything in the house either. I think I have a tomato in the fridge and some cheese. I know what you're thinking. I've got the toaster fixed. Don't, don't look at me that way. Well, I guess I, I guess I got some bread. The bread's very fattening. Take some of the... Stop it. The Daniel and... I'm in your own friend. I can leave the rest. I shut up for you. 
make this a little sandwich, but it's not going to do us any good if I'm hungry. I mean, Jonathan Goldstein. Uh, this is Jonathan speaking. Jonathan, hi. Hi. I don't know if you remember my name. My name is Patrick Jacobs. We were in a writing group about five years ago. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, hi. hi. Yeah. Um, hi, I've been I've been away, so I was um Okay. I was I was away, so I just got back into town oh. and um you guys aren't all still meeting or anything like that, are you? Uh, the writing group? Yeah. No, God, yeah. no, no. I left I think... town and Elizabeth got married, and mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard from her. I don't know what she's up to. Uh, but anyway, you know, I'm back in town. I just want to say hello. Well, hi. And 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 uh, and and what's up with you? Well, it's been you know it's been interesting. You know, I was um I was doing on that what was it like an experimental novel that dealt with like philosophy and architecture. Mm. And, uh, oh yeah, right. I, it was crazy. I mean, it was just crazy. I rem- remember you working on like some kind of pop-up book or something. Is that is that completely crazy? Oh, I was doing I was doing I did a course um not not a pop-up book. Oh. I, I did a course in book arts, you know, in the nature of like paper folding and and stuff oh, like that. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. I mean, it's a, not a pop-up book, but you know. And and you were also it's coming back to me. You were you were very into Joyce, right? Am I right? Yeah. Oh my God, I know. And, and and you were you had one section in the book where you oh, every single every single wait a second every every single word starts with the same letter. Oh, it was so embarrassing. I, it was just all this, you know, so much posing. I don't know what it, I don't know what was wrong with me. I mean. Well, are you still writing now? I am writing. Uh-huh. Well, that's good. And what are you working on? Well, it's really funny. I've been doing children's stories. Really? Yeah. Because adulthood for me is has just been one long series of oh, why didn't anyone tell me? Huh? Sort of thing. You know what I mean? These revelations, yeah. like oh, if only I'd known this long ago. What are, you, what are you thinking of specifically? Like, um, it would have been nice to uh, to be told the truth about certain things. Hmm. All this stuff about. Um, you know, you can be anything you want to be, or beauty is on the inside. Hey, look, I understand why you shouldn't tell children the unvarnished truth, hmm. but I think there's a way of telling them a kind of varnished truth. What, 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 uh, what do you What do you think? Well, say you know, beauty is on the inside. Well, beauty is not on the inside. I mean, you know, kindness may be on the inside, mm-hmm. but. Telling them that everybody's beautiful, everybody's not beautiful, and oh. um, telling them that it's not important. So I think it's tremendously important. Wait, so uh, Patrick, what, what are you saying? Like, do you you, you want to write books about you know teaching kids that we're not all beautiful? Well, teaching kids teaching kids that the world is anarchic and amoral and uh, doesn't care. Um, you know, like there's a one story that I've been working on, which is called "The Boy Whose Mother Was a Liar." Uh huh. Okay. You know, and it's it's one of these things where there's a little boy mm-hmm. who has a mother who, to whom he's devoted. Right. And she keeps on trying to impart life lessons to him, but the life lessons are these, you know, sort of candy-ass bromides. And every single time he sort of tries to take one to heart, uh huh, it just blows up in his face. 
Right. So it's a series of, 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 of vignettes in which... About a lying mother. About a lying mother. So the, the, I mean, the lesson that the child might take away from this is don't listen to your parents so much. Listen. Realize that your parents are flawed and hope that one day you can get to a point where you can forgive them for it. Which is hard to do on some days. You know, acknowledge the fact that maybe they have their own agendas, mm -hmm. maybe they're working stuff out through you, maybe there is some, I don't know, unacknowledged alcoholism in the family or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, they're, they're perhaps, uh, perhaps she's a rageaholic. Is this a little bit autobiographical at all? I mean, are these things that you had to grapple with as a kid? No. Oh, okay. No, no I just, all right. Are there any other uh, uh, books or stories that you've been at work on? Well, I mean, it's kind of a series. You know, the mother the mother character shows up over and over again, mm -hmm. and she just keeps on lying. Sometimes, I mean, there's more of a fantasy element. Like in one, she's the um, the queen of a, of a kingdom. Uh-huh. It's not unlike, did you ever read Narnia? Yeah, as a Remember kid. there's a snow queen, and she gives him Turkish delight. Right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So she's very much like that. Okay. So things seem very benevolent, mm -hmm. but they conceal a, a completely uh, darker purpose. And the purpose is, you know, her own narcissism. Um, in fact, in her palace, there's a, a central courtyard with a secret garden, um, and the secret garden is a portal to another kingdom, and it's actually called Narcissisma. And the children have, I'm imagining, like magical adventures in, in, in this land? Well, I mean, one of them stumbles into it, um, you know, and there's these incredible, like, fruit trees that have golden oranges, like real golden oranges, but he's not allowed to pick any of them. You know, or there's, like, a, a groundskeeper who's, like, kind of a stepfather character. Okay. Who's, like, incredibly withholding. Um, and keeps on pushing the boy character into this um, sporting match thing, and the boy's not good at sports, but the groundskeeper's stepfather keeps on making him, like, play, you know, until he breaks a collarbone at a game. Right. Is is it, and, and, and this isn't uh, autobiographical at all? No, no, what is your obsession? No, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know, you know, writers... Seem so fixated. Yeah. Um, but you do want your book to have some action, right? Like you want things to happen. Oh, there's lots of action. I mean, there's lots of arguments and there's lots of soul searching. And and has anybody read? Uh, have you give, have you shared your work with anyone? I gave it to somebody and they uh, they had a very strange reaction to it. And I you know I don't really know what that was. I mean, you're either into kids books or you're not. Do you have you don't have anything that you uh, anything that you'd want to read? Because maybe I'd be able to get a better. Yeah. Um. Look, said the queen, his mother, stop being such an ungrateful boy, and she locked him out of the castle. He could hear them laughing and having supper on the inside. Spoiled brat, said groundskeeper's stepfather, while helping himself to another heaping helping of turkey. The boy felt betrayed and angry. Behind him, through the door, he could hear the clinking of ice cubes in a glass, as his stepfather said, he just doesn't get it, does he? And do you have children? Me? Yeah. No, no. No, I. And uh, do you have? I mean, do you have nephews or nieces? Do you uh, do you have uh, experience? I have a nephew. I have a nephew uh -huh. um, who I don't see. 
Right. There's some weirdness. One Victoria Day. Firework thingy. Um, yeah. Well, because, you know, I mean... You, you mean try it out on a kid? I mean, if they're your audience, you know, they... Uh... You know, but sometimes they just don't know any better. A lot, I know it sounds bleak, the story. I mean, yeah, it you. does. But it's not, it's not bleak, because ultimately, childhood ends. You know, it's over, and here's the better part. Yeah. The queen and the groundskeeper's stepfather mm-hmm. are old. You know, they have to move into a condo. You know, it's like a, an assisted living condo. And this man, this man who seems so formidable, he's a small little man. He's a small, weak little man, and you can even say that to him. You can even lean over his chair and say, who's the glass-boned feeble one now, old man, huh? You have no control over me anymore. I, rege- I reject your, your, your rage-filled lies and have absolutely no interest, no interest whatsoever in ever going back to uh, Vancouver. Vancouver? Again, to see them. I I guess the kids' parents live in Vancouver. Do do your parents live in Vancouver? They do. How come? No, I don't know. Just um... just because I know Vancouver well, you know, and if you're constructing your children's narrative, you want to get a sense of place. Yeah. I don't mean to fixate here or anything, but... Oh, not again. Well, I mean, do you have issues with your parents? No. We get along very well. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loving relationship? I just answered you, Jonathan. What's going on? Do they, uh, your, 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 your parents, have they read your work? Uh, no, not really. Uh-huh. They know I'm working on something. I think it makes them a little nervous. The, your, the writing? Yeah. Why? I think they think it's kind of going to be about them. They think everything's about them. They basically think everything's about them. It's fiction. It's a children's, it's a children's fantasy. Yes, it's for kids. It's... Why do I feel like I'm on trial here? Shop. I have yeah, to pick yeah. up the Kronatzels and then, oh, you know, yeah. and then you know, because you know, Gregor likes Kronatzels, and then um, you know, and then and then in the midst of the whole thing, I run into uh, Nancy and the baby. And, huh, I hope um, they're okay. What? Geez, I hope you didn't uh, break her arm or something running into them. Mm-hmm, right. Ooh, that would be bad. Yeah, that's very funny. Did you did you run into them pretty hard, or was it kind of just like a mild little knock? Yeah, are, you, are you are you quite done? car when you ran into them or it was just sort of like you, you take out her knees with the bumper like how hey, you ran into them how because that's a pretty that could be a pretty serious thing you're in heaven aren't you yeah you know, I, I don't please i don't want to interrupt you in the middle of a riff 
I don't know what you mean. I'm just trying to clarify exactly like, like how badly they were hurt when you ran in. I don't get it. Is this like one of your impromptu grammar lessons? Are you offended by my use of the word bump into? Is it too vernacular for you? Hey, man, I'm just trying to get some clarification here. You said you ran into them. Listen and I'm just... to you. I can't even finish it. Don't you even care how Nancy and the baby are? John, even if you did run into Nancy and her baby, do you really think they would come to any harm? It's the Michelin baby. It's it's so it's so fat. It's got its own airbag. What kind of? You you could bounce that baby down the street like a basketball. That is the absolute hands down fattest, chunkiest. Who talks that way about a baby? It's not it's not a critic. I I like the kid, but it's a fat baby. Have you ever met my friend uh, Sid? No. Now that man has a trim child. All right, a nice lean baby. J- J- Josh, are you are you insane? That you're talking about a newborn. What's your point? She, she had the baby a month ago. What's your problem, John? I love that baby. That baby loves me. We have a good love thing going on. We got a love connection. You know what I'm saying? Every time I go over there, it's 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 drooling on itself over me. You know what I'm saying? You're just jealous, probably. Kids can't stand you. Why would you say something like that? Even if because it was... I call it like I see it, John. Every time I'm at Nancy's place, that baby is cooing and gurgling and loving life, loving me, loving the J-Man. It's just when, you know, when you're with babies or you run into a dog on the street, you do that whole, like, baby talk routine. You know what I'm talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, like, when we run into a puppy on the street and you start going, you know, you get on the ground and you, you get your little puppy voice. You know, I have a fair bit of dignity about me and and I'm you know it's difficult for me to kind of roll around on the floor and do all the the high-pitched squealy shrieky baby talk things that you do I I don't even know how to begin to address that John I've seen you shriek because uh, your cappuccino didn't have enough cinnamon on top I've seen you roll around on the ground because of a rash John do you want to break down why exactly it is I have such a good rapport with babies Mm -hmm. Babies like me because I'm likable, mm-hmm. right? I make myself non-threatening to the child. I talk to the child, and in our go, they can understand a googly woogly diggly baggly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I just have a hard time. Who you baby? Like, you see, I have, I can't do that. Who you baby? Who you Okay, could you stop talking that way to me? So you can't handle it. You don't know how to talk. Children don't want to be spoken to like you're trying to pick up some chick in a bar. Real men, real men aren't ashamed to seem a crazy, nutty, effeminate, childish. Because I'm so secure in my own sense of self, my own manhood, that I don't mind you, you talking know, to you know, you know, You're not wrong. I mean, I know kids, dogs, they're not, they're not that crazy about me. Oh, you know? okay. No, no, really, they're not. Ah, I mean, they're not. And, and, and I don't, you know, and, and I don't know what that says about me. You know, oh, I've, I've actually, it's funny. I've, no, I've lost girlfriends over it. Oh, please. Oh, it's true. Oh, no, I had a girlfriend once who told me about how, like, dogs and, and little kids are able to see through to us, you know, into some no. kind of higher level, and they're able all to right. sense these things. And, all, know, right, all right, that's enough, that's enough. All right, you, you're breaking my heart here. Right? Let me help you, okay? You mm-hmm. want to know how to talk to, to children and animals? I mean, if, yeah, I mean, if you if you have something, yeah. I mean, I, you know, look, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm the baby whisperer. I'm not no, saying it's I, true. No, Nancy's baby probably, you know, really likes you. Next time you talk to a kid, you're going to rock. You're going to rock that baby's world. Okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to impart to you my tips, how to talk to babies. All right? Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah, let's hear this. It's all about establishing an emotional bond. Yeah. When you're talking to an adult, you know, when you're talking to a person, you know, who's, who's grown, you know, you have to be rational and you have to think about what they're, how they're interpreting what you're saying. And, and, and if you want me to be honest about it, I'm a kind of a high-strung fellow, you know, a little jittery, That's always true. on the go, you know? Yeah. To be honest, talking to a child allows me to, to get in touch with my, you know, my own inner baby.
your your inner baby, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, because I mean, it must it must be quite a stretch, you know. What with? What do you mean? Well, you know, I mean, with the way a baby's selfish and the way a baby screams and I... tantrums and the hygiene issues, even. So it must take a lot of work, huh, to to get down to the core, to the strip off all the levels of civility in order to puncture to that. John, I do not. It is un. You are unbelievable. I try to connect. Oh come on! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding with Excuse you. Excuse me. I try to bring it down. I try to share something. I try to take pity on you. I try to empathize with you. And what do I you do? I appreciate it. I'm no, just. No, you absolutely I'm... do not. This is this is emblematic of the way. You know what? If, 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 if you mate, okay, and you and, and and you have a baby of your own, I am going to make that baby fall in love with me, with my with my with my natural baby techniques. Well, that's great. I'm gonna be, you know, who I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be cool, Unky Josh. Well, that's, that's who I'm gonna be. I'm gonna make this baby love me. Well, I'll I'm encourage gonna, it. I'm gonna treat this baby with love and respect, and the baby will identify with me, and the baby will idolize me, and the baby well, will love me to death. Nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna take the baby to the circus. That's good. I'm gonna take the baby to the fair. Sure. I'm going to be feeding the baby french fries. I'm going to be feeding the baby cotton candy. I'm going to feed the baby everything and anything. It's going to be the fattest baby you've ever seen in your entire That's life. Terrible. It's going to be a stealth baby, a fat baby ready to blow up in your face at any opportunity. But you're going to make Nancy's baby look like Paris Hilton. You're sick. I am going to manipulate your child into being a Josh-loving, Goldstein-hating child. Why and a you... fat baby at that. Why would you even say something like that? Just to show you the power of my baby ability. I call them the Billy. This one's for the children. The children of the world. This one's for the children. We gotta keep them in here. On Wiretap today, you heard Howard Chakowitz, David Rakoff, and Joshua Carpati. Wiretap is written and performed by Jonathan Goldstein and produced by Jonathan Goldstein with Sarah Gilbert and Carolyn Warren. Production help from Mira Bertwintonic.